This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Bev Allen, board member and actor from the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts, and also Mackenzie Huffman, also an actor at the theater. Ladies, welcome to the program. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Now, as we record this, the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts is finishing up auditions for the first two plays. Describe that process. What goes on? How many people show up? Well, we absolutely love as many people to show up as possible. And we had a really great showing on this past Saturday. We have auditions again this evening and some callbacks. And essentially what we do is we go through the plays that we have selected for the season and we pick some sides, which is essentially short pieces of script for people to read if they have characters in mind. And after we hear them talk a little bit, we decide maybe we want you to read this part. So it's, it's a good time. Everyone has fun. And do you tend to get not enough people, just the right number of people, too many people? How does that work? <laughs> it really varies. For Shakespeare, we often don't get enough the first time because the cast is typically really large. <laughs> For over, what, 30 years now, we've, we've always made it happen, so... <laughs> Now, for any theater season, uh, Shakespeare and the Sangres is uh, maybe the premier event. This year, there's going to be a three-week run of Measure for Measure, the last two weeks in June and the first week in July. How do you decide which Shakespeare play you're going to do? It's difficult to choose. <laughs> <laughs> it has a lot to do with who is willing to direct what, what play they would like to direct. You're also auditioning for a Steve Martin play. Tell me a bit about that. You know, Steve Martin is well-known as a comedian. I'm guessing it's going to be a humorous play. It is. Obviously, he's a comedian. So it's do, a, do I understand you're directing? I am going to direct this one, Can yes. you give me the thumbnail sketch on, on what that play sure. encompasses? So we are in 1920s Paris, and essentially we have Picasso and Einstein walk into a bar. And then there ensues debate over science as an art, is art a science, and just comedy ensues. Will interns be back this year? Yes. How are they chosen? Well, we send out an announcement. We put an announcement on our website uh, that we're looking for interns. We also send announcements out to um, universities that have theater programs and then people apply and we accept three or four of the best of the lot. Okay and it's always a pleasure to see the young students in these plays and they look like they're having a great time too. Oh it is. It's great to have that diversity you know because our community we've got a smallish pool of those available to volunteer for mm -hmm. the theater. So it's good to get that outside, that new blood. And especially younger people, because in Shakespeare often there are the two sets of couples, especially in the comedies, and the those are usually lovers. younger people, <laughs> and that would be hard to cast without interns. And of course, that's great for the interns in terms of resume building. Yes, they not only get experience with acting, but they also do things like stage managing and marketing events. Uh, they dress up in costumes sometimes, and 
to promote the Shakespeare. So, yeah, they do a lot behind the scenes as well. And they also do the kids camp, Mm -hmm. the creativity camp. When is the creativity camp roughly? I mean, it's in the summer. It's usually the weekend following Shakespeare. So that's usually when it starts. Okay. And Bev, you were telling me before we started that uh, there's going to be a kids play this year, which hasn't happened for a few years. Yes. Because of COVID and other considerations, we have not done a kids play, but we are going to do one this year and it will be Robin Hood, which should be exciting. The um, director is going to be the drama teacher at the school. Yeah, Melanie Duke. Melanie Duke, Duke yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that will be good to get that back in the uh, flow of things. And uh, before we get too far, uh, because it's right around the corner, you've got a talent show coming up. Uh, March 25th is the date for that. And then February 25th are auditions. Uh, flesh that out for us. Yes, we're going. We're looking for all kinds of performers. And I really mean that. <laughs> Everything from singers, dancers, jugglers, comedians, magicians, magicians, yes, whatever you do, come and show us. The acts are limited to five minutes max. So come to auditions on February the 25th from two to five and show us your stuff. We want to feature as many people as we can. And then the show, as we said, is on March 25th at the Jones Theater, I'm sure. That's correct. What else is deep in the season? We will be doing the 10-minute plays. That'll be after the kids' show. So Robin Hood's going to be August 10th through the 13th. But we'll be doing the 10-minute plays September 1st through the 3rd. And that'll be Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday matinee. And then we kind of tossed around with Picasso as well as And Then There Were None. Um, So And Then There Were None got bumped to October 20th through the 22nd and the 27th through the 29th. That's an Agatha Christie murder mystery. We thought it was more appropriate for Halloween. That's late in the season, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we had such a success with a Christmas carol reading this past Christmas. So we will be... We'll be doing that again, and possibly we'll be doing a second performance the following day at Beckwith Ranch. Okay. We're still working that out. And this year, that was right after the Christmas parade. I suspect it'll be basically that same timing. Yes, definitely. Yes. Okay. Uh, let me ask, both of you have been involved with multiple productions here over the years. Mackenzie, what comes to mind as one of your favorite roles? Oh, or several. That's so hard. I always loved Tempest. I played Ariel. And I want to say the second production. So Tempest was actually our first Shakespeare play when we did Shakespeare in the Park. Mm-hmm. So that was 2005, 2006. Oh. But the last production we did, I actually got to play Ariel with Chris Tabb's uh, stepdaughter, Holly Wenger. And that was just an absolute joy. And of course, who doesn't love Midsummer? Puck is mm-hmm. just too much fun. Yeah. Uh, Bev, what about you? What role do you remember fondly? Oh, well, the most memorable for me was playing the witch in Into the Woods, which was one of the few musicals that we've done. And uh, that was quite a production. And hopefully we'll do a musical again someday. 
there are some added challenges with doing a musical for sure. So. Oh yeah, it's I always say it's twice as hard as doing a a straight play. Mm-hmm. Now, for both of you, what role would you like to play? <laughs> Cleopatra. Okay. <laughs> That sounds fair. Bev, what about you? Oh, good question. Well, I always wanted to play Beatrice in Much Ado About Nothing, Ado but Man. I'm too old for that now. So. <laughs> that is particularly the case in, especially the Shakespeare plays, where they're stratified by age. And at some point, you can play this role, and then then it's that role, and then finally you're the, the matriarch, perhaps. Yep, <laughs> yep. So I've often wondered... How do the skills that you hone as being an actor strengthen other parts of your life? I think being able to think on your feet. Of course, things are scripted. You may have a plan as you enter your day, but things change, things happen unexpected, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you've got to be able to think on your feet, do some improv. So I think that definitely helps. Yeah. I really got involved with theater after my husband passed, and 2006. And so it was kind of a therapy for me. And then as time went on, I just kind of realized how much I enjoyed it Mm -hmm. uh, just for itself. It was something I had always wanted to try. Mm -hmm. So and now I'm hooked. So So Mackenzie, just for reiteration, the dates for Shakespeare and for uh, Steve Martin. Okay, so for Picasso at La Panagile, the, uh, the Agile Rabbit, we will be opening April 21st and do Friday, Saturday, Sunday shows, and then the 28th through 30th the following week. And then as for Shakespeare, for Measure for Measure, that'll be June 16th is when we open and we'll run through July 2nd. Great. Thanks for that. Bev, before we run out of time, let's talk about movies. The projector has been in repair for uh, some months now, but I understand we might be getting close. Yes. The projector is in the house, and we have tested it, and it appears to be working. So we're going to have, this weekend, we're going to have kind of a soft opening for movies. We're going to be showing Top Gun Maverick on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday matinee. So um, we would love it if people would stop by and and check it out. Uh, We're hoping everything goes well. And if it does, then we'll (laughs) hopefully be showing movies all from now on. As we air this, this is relevant. This is February 17th, 18th, and 19th. Correct. Great. Bevan McKenzie, thanks for stopping by and telling us about the Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts upcoming theater. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you, Gary. And if anybody has further questions or they want to stay up to date, they can visit jonestheater.com. Perfect. We've been visiting with Bev Allen, board member and actor, and McKenzie Huffman, actor both at Westcliff Center for the Performing Arts. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.